Today we're going to talk about how the things that we are concerned about are not necessarily the things we need to be consumed by. With so much that is going on right now and so much to say about it, it seems as though the country itself is headed further and further towards hell every day. That in itself is a scary thing. Especially when you realize that as a believer, it seems as though we are no longer the majority in this country. It seems as though everything we say offends people. It seems like everything that we do can be deemed as hateful and or bigoted. And so we have to ask the question, what's next for us? Yes, it is a scary time to raise our children. It's a scary thought to think that what will be left for them to even grow up in. But I guarantee you, at the end of the day, when everything is said and done, we must not be consumed by the things that we are concerned about. This is Dr. E.C. Brown, and you are listening to the Stay Focused Radio Show. Get get ready. This is the Stay Focused Radio Show with Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. What's up, everybody? Hope you are having a great day today. Welcome to the Stay Focused Radio Show, where we are connecting faith to life. This is Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. And for today's daily perspective, we're going to look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 9 through 11. And the word of the Lord simply reads as thus. Amplified version. Uh, But concerning brotherly love for all other Christians, you have no need to have anyone write you for you yourselves have been personally taught by God to love one another. And indeed you already are extending and displaying your love to all the brethren throughout Macedonia. But we beseech and earnestly exhort you brethren that you excel in this matter more and more. Verse 11 to make it your ambition and definitely endeavor to live quietly and peacefully to mind your own affairs and to work with your hands as we charged you. Verse 11 again in the King James Version simply says this, mind your business. 
no matter what may be going on, I know there's a lot of um, heightened sense of entitlement with everyone just to comment on everything that you may see on social media um, to comment on things that you may hear about or just to get overly involved. Um, But I believe that we at no time are we permitted to be consumed with the things that we come into knowledge about. Yes, we are to be concerned. Yes, we are uh, to care for one another, but we're not supposed to be to the point that we are what the Bible would declare as a busybody. And so, yeah, do everything in your power that you can to help your brothers, help your sisters, do everything in your power um, to be there for people that are in need. But nowhere in scripture, nowhere does it make sense mentally uh, for you or I to overexert ourselves in helping someone or to being there more for someone um, than it what is reasonably expected. And so, look, mind your business. Stop, stop creating drama. Um, start, stop um, intensifying the drama. Stop egging it on. You know, just mind your affairs because, again, um, verse nine simply says this: is that you know we have been taught we don't have any need. If someone comes and teach us um, of how to love one another because we've been taught by God. How And you may say, well, how has we been taught by God? Well, I'm glad you asked the question. John 3.16 says it best. It says, for God so loved the world he gave. In that act of love, God has taught each and every one of us what the true meaning of love is, what the true meaning of caring is, what the true meaning of concern is. And so if I am at a point that I'm caring more for you, or I'll I'll even say it like this, if helping you starts hurting me, then that is unhealthy. That's what you call a toxic relationship. That's what you call a toxic friendship. Um, And nobody needs that. It's not worth it. And so, look, let your daily perspective be do what you've been called to do. Focus on that. Focus on being a better version of yourself and not focus on trying to make everybody else a carbon copy of who you are. All right. That's our daily perspective for today. We'll be right back um, with, again, my um, she's back. One more time. Hallelujah. I like one more time. Uh, My dear co-host, Dr. Leslie J is with me today and we have a dynamic, a phenomenal conversation that we want to present to you today. So sit tight. Here's a song entitled Vessel by my dear brother in the Lord, Greg Luster. I want you to go and uh, Google him, search him. I want you to download his music. Uh, subscribe to every platform that he has and support his ministry. Again, that's Greg Luster with the song entitled Vessel. Here it is. Father God, your word in Timothy chapter 2 verse 21 says, Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from these things, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified, useful to the master for every good work well God I'm just trying to be a yeah 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 you did listen I need you like the plants need water I need you like baguettes need borders Like the vets need supporters Like the jets need waters In order for ISIS to kill, you can bet they need mortars Like the army need
he's a fortress Like society needs the Forbes uh-huh. list So they can tell who talk about it And can really afford it yeah. Like the earth needs the sun to be in orbit God, I need you My whole purpose is to please you Sing the hook like this uh. I just wanna feel your presence Yeah, I just wanna feel your presence Please don't never take your anointing away Life without it loses essence it don't take a magazine to understand that I got issues Yeah, understand that I got issues I ain't perfect, but I know that I am worth it And I know that you can use me I'm a vessel, let me work uh-huh. I'm a vessel, let me work uh-huh. Yeah, I can't breathe without you I can't eat without you I ain't me without you Where would I be without you? I can't believe they doubt you You made the trees and mountains Miracles from heaven Everything is countless Living water for the thirsty Lord pour out your mercy My sinful flesh trying to curse me Like the earth needs the sun to be in orbit God I need you My whole purpose is to please you Sing the hook uh. Uh. I just want to feel your presence Yeah I just want to feel your presence Please don't never take your anointing away Life without it loses essence it don't take a magazine to understand that I got issues Yeah, understand that I got issues I ain't perfect, but I know that I am worth it And I know that you can use me I'm a vessel, let me work uh-huh. I'm a vessel, let me work uh-huh. Yeah Welcome back, everybody, to the Stay Focused Radio Show, where we are connecting faith to life. Here joining me, thank the Lord, is my phenomenal, that's right, she's back, y'all, my phenomenal co-host, Dr. Leslie J. How are you, sis? I am great. Great, bruh. How are you? I am as good. (laughs) (laughs) I is good. That's right. That's right. Um, you know, today uh, on the show, we are dealing with, um, um, I know this particular episode is entitled or themed, um, concerned but not consumed, um, but I'm just going to say it this way. So today we're talking about um, just basically staying in your own lane um, and not being overly concerned. Um, and I've you know, since, especially from a medical perspective, which is your expertise, um, um, health-wise, medically speaking, uh, mentally speaking, you know, for the past several shows, we have um, discussed mental health topics. Um, but I think that this one also fits that criteria in that, um, there, there are a lot of times, and, and I'll, I'll even say this before we even get into a discussion. I really think that because of the past two years, that during the pandemic, um, where people lost control, um, you know, by things being shut down, by things not being as accessible by people we not being as accessible to each other as we're used to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it 
stripped everyone of the ability to have control in certain areas but it's but for some I'm not going to say most but for some it seems like there's overkill yes that there's just some people that are just overly overreaching in everybody's uh, not everybody but in you know just certain people's lives that they may know and um, as we talk about the dangerous um, side of caring um, or caring more for others than they seem to care for themselves um, yeah. can you give us any kind of insight as to um, number one I guess how to identify if that's you oh, <laughs> okay well see that's part of the problem because when it is you um, you normally don't recognize it or you're in denial and yeah. so that's part of the problem but um, I say one thing that you can look out for is when you say to someone hey are you okay is everything alright if they say yes, leave it alone. When you continue and you're like, you sure you're okay? Are you sure Sure, everything okay? Do you need something? You know, you keep going on and on and it's like, oh my God. Yeah. It's like, stop. Because, you know, my mom was like that and I loved my mom, but mm-hmm. that was one, she was overly, I, I used to see her as being overly nice, um, always caring about people too much Um, you know how we brag about how you know we either we or someone we know will give you the clothes off our backs or their backs or will give you the shoes off our feet or their Mm -hmm. feet we use that sometimes to be braggadocious but when you really think about it it's like okay if I give you the shoes off my feet do I have some other shoes in the car to go home in? Wow. And, and I'm just keeping it 100 because, you know, I had to stop myself and learn how to pull back because I, I was the same way. And I would, I would give people my last. I would, I would give people, if I want something, if I have something you wanted, I would give it to you. Yeah. And even my husband would, would like, he just really tried so hard to like pull me back. And um it took a it took time. Like I had to tell him when people ask me for something, I need for you sometimes to be the one to tell me no. That's good. You understand where I'm coming That's from? Good. Yeah. Because I know before I got married, uh, if someone asked me for something because I have the means. I would give it to them. And you know, sometimes people try to take advantage. Um, if you're in need and I know it, I want to help you. Mm. So when we were dating, he saw it. So when we got married, that's one of the things I asked him to do for me. You know, I said, I said, I need you to be there to tell me no. Cause, cause we, we, we are a team. We are one. And so if someone asks, him for something he has to talk to me about it he's not going to just give it to them and vice versa and that helps me because if someone asks me for something I can't just say here take it I have to go consult with my husband first and so he had he's the one who had to um, keep me level level headed and um, keep me from doing that so much because people and don't get me I don't give to get from other people yeah. 
Yeah. But, but you have to you have to still understand when it's too much. And then, you know, sometimes you do you find out someone's going through something and you're sitting there losing sleep over it. Yeah. And they're not when they are unbothered. They're unbothered. <laughs> and it's like, and so that's like you care I care too more about you than you care about yourself. It's like, um, well, you know, you can remind someone, you you know, well, don't you need to do this? Oh, yeah, I'll do it later. And you're sitting there like, oh, isn't that something that you should take care of? Why do I care more about you than you care about yourself? Yeah, yeah. And like I said, I'm the one losing sleep over it. Why? You're sleeping like a baby, and I'm sitting there up at night with my eyes wide open and can't sleep. You know, that's just like, and I'm sorry to take it here, but that's just like an abused woman or an abused man. Um, you know, you know they're being abused. And you're saying, listen, you need to let go of this person and you need to leave them alone because they're going to end up killing you. If that person chooses to stay with that person, why, why are you sweating it harder than they are? True. If they if they don't care about their life, their life, then why do you care so much? Sometimes we have to learn how to just... Um, you know, like, you know how the, the dance where you brush your shoulders off? Mm-hmm. We have to learn how to do that. Or like, you know what? Or in the Bible, you know, sometimes um, you had to, they had to um, basically, you know, say, hey, well, you know what? They had to turn their back and walk away. Yeah. And we have to learn from them and do that even because they love people too. But yeah. You know, sometimes you have to, what is it, shake the dust off your feet mm -hmm. um, and walk away from people. And you have to focus on yourself sometimes and not in a selfish way, but, you know, like, hey, you got to take care of home. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And um, um, as soon as you said that, I made sure I, um, I was going to pull it up correctly. That is Matthew 10, 14. And, mm -hmm. the, Bible, and the Bible say, <laughs> whosoever shall not receive you nor mm. hear your words. That's it. When you depart, shake the dust off your feet. Or, That's or it right. Says, it says shake off the dust. <laughs> Don't just shake, shake but make, sure, make sure you get it all the way off. That That's deep. That's real deep. <laughs> It's like so basically it's saying and that's why it, it, you know I used to tell people stop harassing people when they um say they they're not ready to accept Christ. You know yeah. maybe you're just planting a seed, maybe you're watering it. You know but it's like especially when you're a new Christian, it's like you want to convert everybody right away and you mm -hmm. didn't get converted right away. And so the thing is is like you have to learn that you know what? You can only do what you can only do. That part and I think and I think if we would just learn like like you just said to identify where someone is and the only way to identify where someone is is to genuinely care for that person I think oh. too often, I think too often we are so consumed with what we want yes um, that we totally neglect where someone is because our like, way is the right way it, that part right there you see you know i remember why i was watching this episode of seinfeld this was like in the 90s mm. was i born in the 90s yes. oh yeah i was here so anyway <laughs> <laughs> there was this episode of seinfeld and this and i'm gonna tell you something when i saw this right here this little part i'm about to tell you about it really made me think 
about things and really changed the way I was doing things. Because um, Elaine, have you ever watched Seinfeld? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know the characters. So yeah. Elaine was dating this guy, and he was, uh, for her, in, in her eyes, he was a good-looking guy, but he wasn't that bright. You yeah. know, you know the type of person who, you know, you don't mind parading them around, but you say, don't say anything. Just don't, just don't talk. Just don't talk. You know, so she was dating this guy and um, <laughs> it was so funny because he was a Christian, apparently. Apparently that conversation came up, that topic came up. He was a Christian and um, she's she was not. So... So it was something to the it went it was like something to the fact that she was like, does it bother you that I'm not a Christian? And this is what he said, and this was priceless. He said, I don't care if um if you want to go to hell. <laughs> and you know what? It caught me like off guard, and I fell out laughing. And then, but it made me think because that little piece it was it's comedy, but yeah. in our world, that's. That's some serious stuff he said. Yeah. And that, but that's, in a sense, that's the same thing. It's like, you know what? I can only do what I can do. After that, it's up to you. And the, and that, and that really is the reality um, that we, we all are faced with. Um, even being witnesses, you know, like you said, for Christ, um, when you have a young, a new believer, someone who is new to salvation. We want on the fire, on saved. fire. Uh huh. Um, you know, there's that zeal, mm-hmm. and by no means are we supposed to allow that zeal to diminish, right? Um, you know, but we are supposed to temper it with wisdom. Yes. Um, and it's not wise to go around browbeating people. No, <laughs> no. Get saved the day or die. I mean, so it's like we become the. <laughs> We become the the imagery of the early church, or, yes. or, or what I call Christians, um, the ones you know, the ones that conquered and plundered everything back <laughs> back in the day. I know somebody listening right now probably like, I can't believe he said that. Well, I mean, we have to keep to it real. Me. I'm sorry. They should it's have like, it, to me in social studies. But you know what else <laughs> is like? If you don't want to hear the truth, see, and that's what's wrong with um, the world today. Also, people don't want to hear the truth. And the truth is the truth. You know, it may come out um, in a way you don't like. You you know, you don't like for it to come out, but the truth is the truth. And until you understand the truth, you can't move on from where you are. That's right. That is right. Um, One of the things, um, even with you saying that, you know, moving on from where you are, because when we don't move, it it actually can when you just get so fixated on being that everything for that one individual or for those mm-hmm. people. Yes. Um, it does wear you out. And so health-wise, um, and if y'all hear some rumbling in the background, I'm not moving. It's a thunderstorm going on right yes, now. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> there's a storm out. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, health-wise, look, stay focused. For on the stay focus show exactly oh uh, <laughs> um, if we look at this from from a health perspective um you know i think right now that a lot of people are avoiding dealing with the things that that they need to deal with because 
to deal with something that you don't have control over. Um, it can be hard. So, yeah, I, it, it's hard, and I think for many of us, it's because it it it's a reminder that we're not of, in control, and in, in that our humanity is limited. Oh, stop! Yeah, you know. Whereas, you know, it's good to be spiritual because in the spirit there is unlimited power. Yes, <laughs> yes, there is. And, but when, we, when we're faced with the reality of humanity that we're clothed in, that authority is limited in a sense. Um, yes. And so when it starts getting to the point that, again, we're stressed. And that's what it is, stress. And you, when we know stress can kill you. Stress will keep you up at night. Stress will have you messing up on your job. Stress will have you turning left instead of right stress can put you in a grave now and and I'm only asking this question because I actually had a conversation with one of my children the other day um, about that exact statement Um, and they told me that they never have heard that before Um, that stress can put you in a grave yeah so medically speaking can you explain Yes. What stress does to the body. Oh my goodness. First of all, when you're stressed, your body is not at peace. Mm-hmm. So can you imagine being stressed all the time? And you, you instead of being on, on 10, you're on 60 all the time. Um, too much stress can cause a stroke. And strokes lead to all kinds of things. Can lead to all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the main thing and like I said stress can cause you to not sleep if you don't get any sleep if you don't get adequate sleep at night I use a big word then what will happen go ahead girl if you're young and you're in school you're not going to focus you're going to be falling asleep in class if you have a job if you're adulting and you have a job and you um, haven't gotten much sleep you might forget things you have to do at work, you know, I'm in the medical field. I could go into a um, patient's chart to do something and I could forget a step. Mm. And then later on be like, oh shoot, I forgot to do, I forgot to order labs for that patient. Oh, I forgot to do this. And, and you know, certain things depend on labs, you know, um, certain yeah. things that we dose. And so, you know, being stressed, I forget to order someone's labs and I go home Guess what? There won't be any labs the next morning. And wow. so I'm uh, now I don't know if the dose they're on is appropriate for them. So I'm allowing this stress to mess me up in that sense. And then now I'm really stressed. Yeah. And now I can't. And, and you know, you have to sleep at night. You have to get your you sleep at night. You don't have to have eight hours of sleep. Everybody's different, you know. Some people can thrive off of six, seven, or eight hours. Some people thrive off of more. But you have to get adequate sleep for yourself at night, you know. And then all of that also, when you're stressed, you're not thinking about eating, right? Yeah, we're gonna get back on that. We're not. You're not thinking about <laughs> exercising. Ooh, mm, I yes. know you're allergic to it, but mm, cuss word. <laughs> 
these are these are things that go together. You know, we want to be healthy from the inside out. Because when your insides are healthy, guess what? The out you're gonna shine outside. You know, I have a shine to my nose. I don't know why. Um, I look a little like Rudolph sometimes. And I'm talking about like after. No, I'm serious. And I'm talking about after I've showered and like, you know, my face is clean. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't, there's nothing on my face, and my nose is shiny. It wasn't like that before, and I'm mm-hmm. like, what's going on? But you know what? I've started working out again. I've started eating right again. Um, I've started, you know, increasing my intake of water. I'm trying to woo saw more and yeah. and say, you know what? Why am I sitting here stressing over stuff I cannot control? You know, and so that's when you have to say, listen, I got to give it to God, and that's when I call, I say, Alexa, play Kirk Franklin's greatest hits. And then I'd be in, in the house getting down. You know, my husband come out the room and start getting down with me. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. and so it's like, sometimes you need that praise break, you know? And sometimes you need to have a nice cup of hot tea. When I say tea, y'all, I'm not talking about this Southern sweet stuff that'll put you in a diabetic coma. I'm talking about some nice hot tea, yeah, you know? Because yeah. I used to have a cup of tea in the morning and a cup of tea at night. And for me, that worked. That was great. You know, it did wonders for my throat. And it just, you know, I, I, normally at night I would have some calming tea, something with chamomile, you know, or lavender, or, you know, lemongrass, just different things like that. And so um, these are things that we need to do to de-stress. You know, go sit outside and read a book. Well, it depends on what's outside for you. You know, you have a, um, a backyard uh, if you have a screened in porch or something, a nice deck or something, or you want to go out front and you have, you know, a nice, you know, little pat chair out front. You know what? Sometimes we need to just enjoy nature. You know, yeah. when you enjoy nature, that's a great way of de-stressing. When I'm looking at nature and looking at what God has done, I'm like, look at this. God, you are something else because you are awesome because your creations are awesome. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes that's what we need. Go sit on the back porch and read a book. You know, do something that's going to take away everything else. That's one reason why I used to watch cartoons so much as an adult because mm-hmm. cartoons would take me away from reality because sometimes yeah. you need to get away from the things of this world if but for one moment. Yes. And, I, and I'm glad you said that because there's also a danger if um, you practice escapism and you start living in an animated world. Well, that's different now. That that's a whole another another different type of thing. Because yeah, that that's that's different. That's different now. Um, I'm talking about um doing um regular things. <laughs> That, that that regular people do that God would approve of because you know what because at the end of the day even when you when you try to drink your sorrows away guess what in the morning you're going to be a hungover person with the same problems exactly now don't get me wrong if, if, you know you want to um, drink your stuff that's your business but I'm just telling you I'm just giving you the facts at the end of the day, you're going to go smoke some weed because you want to relax. And guess what? After that high comes down, you're going to still have those same problems. So, you know what? We have to tackle things. You know, I always, I always try to tackle things one by one. 
yeah. you know, let me tackle one thing at a time. And, and when I'm satisfied with, with that result, then I can tackle the next thing. And then you realize that maybe after tackling that first thing, the other, the next thing doesn't seem like it's so big. Yeah. You know, right. remember, remember in the Bible when they thought that they were like, you know, they were so outnumbered and God had to let them see who was around them. Yeah. You know, and, mm -hmm. and that's how it is sometimes. Sometimes we forget. We <clears throat> forget that we have God. We forget to let go and let God. And we try to tackle, and that's another stressor because we try to tackle everything on our own. Sometimes we forget to call on our brothers and sisters and say, hey, let me tell you what I've been going through. Because you know what? Sometimes you go through stuff and, you know, the, one of the biggest weapons the enemy has uh, you know that he used against us is having us thinking that we're all alone that we're yeah. on an island you know so we forget to call our brothers and sisters in a time of need True. you know so that's another thing we got to do but as far as caring about people who don't care about themselves sometimes you gotta shake the dust off your feet yes ma'am yes ma'am um and i'm gonna i'm just gonna call out these things and again as uh, the medical specialist on the show um, you you just say agree or disagree when I when I name these things because okay. again we want to give you we want to give um, you our listeners the facts um, and not just hypothetical things and so if you don't know quite if if you can't identify um, that what you are experiencing is stress related. I just want to just call out some things that um, are physical symptoms of stress. Um, chest pain. Oh, yes. Feeling like your heart is racing. Yes. Um, headaches. Yeah. Yes. Dizziness. Yes. High blood pressure. Yes. Muscle tension. Yes, yes. Jaw clenching. Oh yes. Stomach or digestive problems. Big yes. Um what else? Oh, I mean you just said it, but exhaustion or trouble sleeping. Yes. Okay. So, you know, the, well, I'll go ahead and name this one too for you married people out there. Um, trouble functioning in the bedroom. That could be a product of stress. And so, again, now I'm not saying you need to get rid of your stress so you can do what you're going to do. <laughs> well, I mean, it comes with the package, so... Because it's part of the body. Yes. And so. And stress can wreak havoc, havoc in your body. You know, I was, um, have a coworker, um, um, that I, that I was sharing this with, uh, uh, yesterday morning. And I told her, cause I just overheard her saying something about, um, a diagnosis that she recently had. And so, um, and, and yes, the Lord has healed me from diabetes and 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 restored my body. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Yes. But it doesn't um, erase the fact that it happened. 
Um, and I often tell people that the diagnosis for diabetes that I dealt with had nothing to do with me eating cakes and pies. Right. Because it's not, that's not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, back in 2012. And, and, and by the way, okay, I'll, I'll say back in 2012 when the diagnosis was given, um, my pancreas was severely damaged. My, my kidneys were severely damaged and all of that was a product of stress I want, I want everybody to hear me hear me well all of that was a product product of stress again I ate I, I, I even I even say this I ate properly but I ate the wrong way mm, and that's a good that's that's good right there because I was eating one meal a day and that's was, not good it was big <laughs> <laughs> oh oh it was a lot but it was oh, one meal a day and, and that's that not did, healthy and what that did is that it put my body in starvation mode mm. yes and so i'm dealing with my body in starvation mode because my body said y'all come on you know this don't beat on the meal we get today that's right on top of as a ministry leader taking care of things for the ministry by myself yeah there was other members and no I don't feel no type of way about it it's just the truth of the matter mm-hmm. taking care of things for the church by myself taking care of my personal and you can't do that by myself um, then when the members of the church needed help who was there for them oh it was me too Mm-hmm. all of that stress and then I had to realize um, and one and I think I do talk about this in my book stay focused go ahead and get it today um, <laughs> I talk about having the sovereign complex to where you begin to think that you have to be everyone's Jehovah Jireh mm-hmm. that you have to be yeah. there to provide for everybody that is nothing but unnecessary stress it really is you know because the truth of the matter is and I told uh, Meg's girlfriend this um, when she made the statement she said I just don't know what I'd do if I ever lost you and I said you do what you was doing before you met me that's right (laughs) that's right (laughs) because because people say things like that and oh and it sounds so good it sounds good Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day don't you dare put that amount of stress on somebody else exactly because you're putting an un what word precedented thank you thank you on this hey. thing this Friday we're using big hey. words uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's an unprecedented uh, responsibility that you're asking someone who's not God to do that's and right so and that's not fair it, it's not fair it is not fair and so you know out of all the things that we even discussed during this segment today um you know, yes, we are to be concerned for each other, but we are not supposed to allow it to consume us to the point that it's killing us. That's right. You know, and so um, if you are concerned for someone, n- number one, pray. That's right. But guess what? And I'm not saying they don't touch heaven, but are your prayers really reaching the Father? If you have made up in your mind, you go handle it. Mm-hmm. That's like I'm going to pay a bill, knowing I'm not going to make it to the store to pay it. 
I'm just saying well, it because it sounds good. Well, if, but see, if you've made up in your mind that you're going to handle it, chances are you're not going to pray anyway. Uh oh. I'm sorry, but that's the way it is. Why would I pray if I'm going to handle it myself? And so that means some of the things that we do, we just do it out of routine and ritual. And yes, and a lot of, and, and therefore some of the things we do, we regret doing. And all we're asking today is that if you find yourself in that position, just repent. Just, you know. Yes. Uh, go go fast a meal. Uh-oh. Hey, I'm just keeping the 100 because see, when we think about fasting, we always think, you know, oh, I got to fast for a week. I got to fast for three days. I got to fast for 40 days, this and that. But you know what? Fasting, you're giving up something. Yeah. And so, you know what? Go fast a meal. If you eat three meals a day, then say, you know what? For the next, say tomorrow, let's start small. Let's say, you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to fast one meal. Because see, what you don't realize is that, see, you may go and fast a week and maybe that's not my story. That's not my lot. So maybe for me, that week you fasted is equivalent for me to fast a meal. That's good. Because people don't understand that you can't always compare like that, you know, because everybody's different. Yes, ma'am. And everybody... When it comes to, you know what? When it comes to certain things, we all can withstand a different amount of it. Mm-hmm. So this may be your area where you're strong, but I may be a little weak. And then that might be my area where I'm strong and you may be a little weak. And that's the reason why we're supposed to be lifting each other up. That's right. And, and you know, a lot of times even... When we we when we deal with fasting, because if you are truly concerned, you will realize that the fast isn't about you. Exactly. <laughs> and so, if if the mentality um, is I'm fasting so I can get what I want, that's selfish. Yes. But if I'm fasting for someone on someone else's behalf, mm. just, just just think, you know, we. And I think I've said this on the show. I know I've said it on here on the show before. Um, you know, every time a crisis hits, everybody like to quote Second Chronicles, "If my people." <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like it's like every, every time something happens, that's the main scripture. Everybody wants to start quoting, "Oh, if my people." But it's it's a, it's it's kind of sad to acknowledge that you know the remedy, but didn't never implement it. You know what? You better stop. Because if we are really concerned about each other, if we're really concerned about this nation, if we're really concerned about this world, that the rest of that scripture goes directly to fasting. Mm. <laughs> it goes directly to making a sacrifice. See that and that mm, see but you know what though that's just like being in boot camp and let's say um the drill sergeant t- tells you to drop and give them 20 and i know you can't do it so i ask if i can do 10 of them for you mm. and you know what i'm saying that's yeah. like the same the concept there is like 
holding each other up, doing something on someone else's behalf, being unselfish. That's good. That's good. Well, Leslie J, um, when you go back to boot camp and exercise, please exercise <laughs> for me. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to say this is for him. Now, I don't know how you're going to benefit from it, but okay. It's just the knowledge of knowing <laughs> that somebody's sweating on my back. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Can you okay. do me a favor? Can you do me uh-huh. a favor? Yes. Okay, because I'm, I'm trying to be super dedicated. Mm-hmm. When you get a chance... Just get some good ice cream and eat it for me on my behalf. You know what, sis? I can do that. I definitely <laughs> can do that. <laughs> I got you. I appreciate I, it. I got you. You know, it's not many things in my power to do. But that right there. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> um, You're the best. <laughs> And, and, and by the way, everybody, uh, laughter is one of the best combatants against stress. <laughs> and so if you don't if you don't have people in your life that can genuinely make you smile and laugh. You need to get a new group of people. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because you're not going to bring me down. Huh? I need sometimes that laughter might be the only laughter a person gets all day. Exactly. Instead of walking around with a like looking like you done sucked on some lemons, you need to smile sometimes. You know what? And I often realize that, um, you know, when growing up, you know, watching women. Are you going to talk Pooh. about that mean usher in church who always looked like that? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but every church have them. And yes. Like, it's like, wait, why are you ushering? It's like you are the first person people go see coming into the church. And so I know. Why, do you, why do you put the meanest looking people? The meanest one. <laughs> Don't ask for no fan. We ain't got nine. No, well, the fan, she'll she has the fan because if she catch you chewing something, she put it under your chin and make you spit it out. <laughs> oh, you think I'm playing? <laughs> I'm glad I'm, a, I'm an adult now. Well, then again, if she was still mean like that, I probably would still um just do what she told me to do. Oh but, you know, we had one like that in church <laughs> back in the day. And guess what? Okay, this may sound funny, but when she got saved, she, she never stopped smiling. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, you, just, you just said something. You just I'm being said honest. Something. This is true. You just said something that's going to bless somebody. Mm. So, you, so you mean to tell me? She was ushering, serving in the church. It wasn't saved. That's because back in the day, it wasn't about that. Back in the day, if you grew up in the church or something, you automatically could work in the church. Yeah, it was different. Or if you, you know, it it was different, you know? So yeah, and um, I remember her, I can see her face right now. And I'll never forget that, I'll never forget when she actually got saved and I remember her name and I won't say it over the airways, but <laughs> I just know that she was smart. We saw her outside of church because she lived down the street from one of my aunts. 
And let me tell you something. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And my sister was like, no, she done got saved. And when we we stopped to say hi and she was smiling, I was like, whoa, is that wow. what Jesus can do? Come on now. Mm. Wow. And, yeah. and, 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 and I said that because too often we are so concerned and consumed by something that we forget our soul is on the line yes don't be so consumed with stuff that's going on um you know even um with the pandemic or just health wise um or or medically speaking anytime the cdc makes an announcement don't be so consumed no with, with what's going on that you start forgetting to live right you know right you and, know, and no. some and, and some people do that it's like oh now they can't you know um go anywhere you know they have to have everything delivered to their homes all this kind of stuff and it's like you still gotta live exactly if you're that paranoid you better slap on a mask and go about your business that you can't just stay in your house all the time yeah unless you don't have a choice unless you're not mobile or something you know but otherwise you gotta stop that being paranoid and stuff it's like because guess what Okay, I've said this many times, and, and I'm just keeping it 100 with y'all. Fam, we all have an expiration date. Mm. When that time comes, you're going to go no matter what, if you've been sitting in your house for a year or two, or if you've been out having a good time, enjoying life. When that day comes, it's going to come. So listen, you better um live while it is yet day. That's right. Because what's the benefit just, just, just imagine we, we, we are standing before the throne of God, and here comes Christ, and um, you know we're so excited to see Jesus. Um, and you know he's excited; he's genuinely happy that we made it. But you could tell that something's on his mind. Mm. And then you ask him, Lord. Um. Is everything all right? And what if Jesus' response to you was, what you are experiencing here, I tried to get you to live that on the earth. What if he tells you, does not my word say, I came to give you life. Oh, stop. And it more abundantly. Oh, stop, stop, stop. Oh, woo. You know, mm. that's mm. one of those, that, and that's why I am, I, I refuse to, um, like like I was saying a minute ago, growing up, you know, watching Winnie the Pooh. Yes, you have Christopher Robin and Piglet and uh, Tigger and um, Eeyore and and Eeyore, all of the characters. I feel like I'm missing somebody. All of those. Care oh Winnie the Pooh. Oh and, and the rabbit. Oh the rabbit, yeah. <laughs> uh, all those characters, all those yeah, characters had their own personalities. Yes. 
But if you realize Eeyore's personality never rubbed off on any of them. Mm. If, it, if, if, if the truth be told, Ooh. everyone else attributed to Eeyore's will to keep going. Eeyore surrounded himself with people who were not afraid to live. Eeyore surrounded himself with people who had a mindset to um, look, whatever their vice was. We know Winnie the Pooh's vice was honey. (laughs) 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 And they, and and, and the thing is, all of them got in trouble because of Winnie's vice with honey that is so funny but just, but just think about it what if Eeyore secluded himself exactly he didn't he said no, he was part of the crew exactly and so no matter what you're facing no matter what you're dealing with no matter what you're feeling I want you to know that stay connected to people mm. like it's Leslie so Jay said a minute ago find your new group of, pe- of people find you some real friends that's right if you're always you know what if you're always giving um and i'm not saying i'm not saying just giving i'm not talking about things i'm talking about advice if you're the one always giving if people always if your group of people are always coming to you when they're going through something but you can't go to them when when they come to you when they're going through something and you're giving them advice but when you are going through something you don't feel like you can go to them then you are around the wrong people and yes you're probably stressed and baby, if you go be that person and stress, you might as well charge. <laughs> you know what? You better get paid. You better get paid for it. If, if, if that's right. I know somebody right now talking probably say, I cannot believe he said that. But no, seriously. It's true. Because if you People get paid if you, for that. If, if you've taken on the role of a counselor and the only payment you're getting is stressed out, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You... I mean, you can go to any country that they won't accept that kind of currency. And, and you know what, though? But you know what, though? And you have to be careful with that, too, because when you have the same people coming to you all the time with their problems and you're um, you're, you know, taking that in constantly and they're constantly draining you of your positive energy. Because they're coming to you and they're, they're, they're feeding off of your positive energy. And you know what? And it's like it's like I, I see it as, you know, you walk up to a person and you look normal. And then as they keep talking to you, you know, you start shrinking and, <laughs> you know, you start your face, you know, you start getting. I don't want to stay darker because I don't want to associate with darkness being bad. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. But let's just say your, the, your skin tone start changing. You know, and then, yeah. you know, you get a hump in your back. All of a sudden, you're not standing up straight anymore. And then at the end of the day, you look like a pile of whatever. And they've walked off looking like sunshine. And then you walk. And then the rest of the day, you wondering why you feeling the way you feeling. And you exactly. you don't even realize you don't even you don't have enough sense to contribute to, to attribute it to what they th- that they were able to suck out all your positive energy and you allowed them to how about yeah. we show them how to have positive energy and stop being people's emotional trash can yeah Ooh, oh, oh, 
I like that. It's like somebody sucking the air out of you. Joyfully doing it. Yeah, because they're going to go away feeling better. And then guess what? They're going to go away feeling better. They're not even going to think about it anymore because that's the type of people they are. And guess what? You still think about their problem. And that's why you can't sleep. Mm-mm-mm. See, back to the beginning, huh? <laughs> See how we have a way of, of coming back around? I know, right? You know what, Leslie J, thank you so much for being on the show with me. Today. Thank you for allowing me to. It's my pleasure. You know, y'all, I have missed my co-host. I, I tell you. She's I my miss friend. you too. I know, yes. <laughs> you know what the Bible says? The Bible says a friend is another you. And so if you don't have anything in common with the people you call friend, trust mm-hmm. me, honey, they are not your friends. Oh. That's good. Because we have to connect some kind of way. And you can't just keep somebody around because you've known them all your life. Don't get me to preach and see. You know what? Look, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm gonna have to be quiet right now. I'm trying to find some sound trying to find some sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> You holding on to um, Day Day because you've known him all your life because y'all grew up together. You better mm-hmm. let him go. Mm-hmm. Having that um, that color purple mentality. <laughs> I done had to fight all my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to start. It's time to stop fighting. It's time and to start let living. Let it go. Let it go. Come on, sing it now. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say we're gonna take a commercial break and next Leslie J is gonna say I'm just messing with y'all. Um, <laughs> but uh we will take a quick break and I'll be back with our midday momentum after this. Are you in need of a mentor? A mentor is one who commits to guiding a person in their endeavors for a desired outcome. True mentorship is mutually beneficial in that it seeks the best for the mentee and not just the mentor. Join Dr. Edmund C. Brown each Monday night at 7.14 p.m. along with others across the nation for a time of impartation where cultivating the great gifting that you have been graced to carry is the goal. Register today by calling 704-336-9151. Again, that number is 704-336-9151. Yeah. Get low, get low, get low, Jackie low, get 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 low,
figured it out by now, I'm Jackie Lowe, North Carolina real estate broker and owner of Servant Heart Realty Group. Whether you're a buyer looking to buy your first home, a seller or a broker looking for assistance, just hit my line and you'll be fine. This is Pastor Brian and Pastor Jackie of, of Freedom, Freedom Ministries, Ministries Church and Outreach in Concord, North, North Carolina. Carolina. You're listening to Stay Focused Radio Show with Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. Have you been looking for a place to call home? Need a place that makes you feel welcomed and valued? At Freedom Ministries Church and Outreach, our community is waiting for people just like you to find their way home. We invite you to visit during our Sunday worship experience to discover how Freedom Ministries can help you spread your wings in our friendly and empowering worship environment. Visit Pastors Brian and Jacqueline Lowe along with the Freedom Ministries Church and Outreach family this Sunday for our 10 o'clock service located at 2353 Concord Lake Road, Suite 124 Concord, North Carolina 28025. Freedom Ministries Church and Outreach your spiritual home away from home. Are you interested in promoting your church, business or book during our show? Simply call us today at 330-362-8733. Again that's 330-FOCUSED. And now for your midday momentum. Uh, we're gonna have a little bit of fun tonight. Is that all right? Let's go. Right. 
was nothing but the blood. What can wash away? What can wash away all of my sins? What can make me Welcome back, everybody, to the Stay Focused Radio Show, where we are connecting faith to life. That was the song entitled Healer by my dear brother and friend, Lance Hamright. Please look him up on all social media outlets today. Subscribe and follow his ministry, um, his phenomenal ministry, um, and make sure you support him. Uh, For today's Midday Momentum, again, the topic for today or theme is Concerned But Not Consumed. Um, and before um, I jump into that, and I uh, do want to thank my co-host for being with me today, uh, the phenomenal Leslie J. Um, she will be back with us uh, next week as well. Um, before we jump in, um, we're going to start with or look at um, the reality of it all. Um, if you haven't realized that during season five of the Stay Focused Radio Show, Uh, We have talked about uh, anxiety and other mental health disorders uh, several times recently this this season uh, here on the show. Uh, But today I wanted to focus on dealing with um, this particular area of anxiety that is more prevalent in those that um, I found are both uh, ministry leaders and or entrepreneurs alike. Um, And so. Uh, The word of the Lord says in Lamentations chapter three, verses 22 and 23, um, that it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. Verse 23 declares that um, the Lord's mercies are new every morning. And it concludes by saying great is thy or his faithfulness. And I sincerely pray and hope that you have found that the faithfulness of God um, has been a great aspect in your life. Um, Think about it. Where you are right now, it is a part 
or it is because of God's faithfulness in your life. And I know someone may be pessimistic or look at that on the negative side and say, well, um, if God really had anything to do with it, I would be farther along. But I want to point out to you that it is because of the subject matter of today that why many of us are not where we have uh, projected ourselves to be at whatever point of life that we may find ourselves in. And so um, I just want to deal today real quickly uh, with um, six ways to help you stop carrying um, unnecessary weight. Uh, again, six ways to help you to stop carrying unnecessary weight. And um, because if you are consumed by the things that you are concerned about and it is affecting you negatively, um, I pray that this, these six ways um, will help you to stop dealing with the things unnecessarily. Um, the first thing, especially when we relate it to Lamentations chapter three. Um, you know, because of his, com because his compassions fail not, God's compassion for you does not fail. The Lord's compassion for you and I does not fail. And because of that, we are not supposed to be consumed. I believe the word of the Lord says with every means and way that we are even tried, that the Lord himself is faithful to provide a way of escape. And so no matter what it is that we may come against or deal with, um, we have to know that his faithfulness is providing a way of escape so that we don't have to deal with the things that we so-called declare stress us out. Um, and so the first thing, first way to help you and I to stop carrying unnecessary weight um, is to number one, determine what you can control. Determine what you can control. Um, for those of you who are avid uh, news watchers who, well, and I say avid meaning that you only watch it for the weather. You don't watch it for the news cycle itself. Um, you know, the main reason why people watch the weather is so that, you know, they can know not just the temperature, but they want to know, especially during this time of the year, uh, summer. We want to know, um, is there any chance of rain? And if there is any chance of rain, we want to know, is that rain going to be accompanied with more than just rain? Is it going to be a thunderstorm? You know, we, we want to know. And so once hearing the weather forecast, we prepare properly. Likewise, when you determine what you can control, it's about dealing with your effort and your attitude because the truth of the matter is that you cannot stop the storm. You can't. But what you can do is to prepare for it. And so how do you prepare for it? Again, you prepare for the storm by aligning your efforts as well as your attitude to give you the prescribed or the desired outcome rather that you want. Number two um, of the six ways to help you to stop carrying um, uh, uh, unnecessary weight is to focus on your influence. Focus on your influence. 
you know, uh, the best example I can give for this one is that uh, for you that are, are parents, you have a child or for you that um, are mentors and you have mentees or an employer, you have employees, um, you give those you give that child and or those mentees and or employees the tools that are necessary in order for them to do the job. But guess what? They are the ones that determine the outcome for the child. You can give them all the tools they need to go to school. A teacher gives them all the necessary tools as far as teaching, um, as far as all the knowledge that they will need. But they themselves determine their grade point average. Your employees or your mentees, they themselves determine the um, productivity of what you give them to do. And so in focusing on your influence, it's about you just providing the necessary tools. It's about you being that example. It's about you doing, as I believe it's 2 Timothy 2 and 6, uh, understanding that the word of the Lord says that um, uh, uh, basically the one that labors must be first partaker of the fruit. Uh, the husbandman that laboreth must be first partaker of the fruit. And what that and what that literally means is that that you preach and you teach only what you practice. I know we're so used to hearing practice what you preach. And I know I've said this before, but no, the reality of it all is that we are supposed to only teach, preach, exemplify that which we practice, because anything else is that you're living a lie. You would be presenting a lie to say something, to present something that you have no part of and has no part in you. The third way to help you to stop carrying unnecessary weight is to identify your fears. And I know that's an area that many people would run from, but no, we have to identify our fears because one of the things I want to encourage you today to know is that I want you to know that you are stronger than what you think. You're stronger than what you think. I heard years ago the acronym, one of the acronyms for fear is to, um, to know that uh, fear, F-E-A-R, is false evidence that appears real. False evidence that appears real. And when you yield to the false evidence that is presenting itself to be larger than what you are, what it also causes you to do is to forsake everything and run again, F-E-A-R, to forsake everything and run. But that is not the reality of the believer, because the believer, we have to know that we are stronger. The Bible says Jesus himself said, look, greater is he that's in you than he that is in and of the world. And so you have to know that you have a secret weapon living on the inside of you. His name is the Holy Spirit. And not only is he living on the inside of you, but he's living on the inside of you to strengthen you, to comfort you, to guide you in all realms and all manners of uh, all matters of life. Um, and so you have to identify your fears in order to overcome them. You just can't say, well, I'm going to overcome that. Uh, overcome this area without identifying what the area is. And so, look, you have to start by knowing that you are stronger than what you think. Uh, the fourth way to help you and I to stop carrying unnecessary weight 
is to differentiate between obsessing and problem solving. Because yes, when you are concerned, you will think about something periodically. But if you're thinking about it to the point that it's obsessive, it's obsessive thought. Um, um, but yet thinking about something obsessively um, or ruminating over something never, never yields a solution. And therefore, our thought processes must be led to center around problem solving. And so therefore, you have to ask yourself this question. Do I have a productive thought process? Do you? Do you have a thought, a, a, a thought process that is productive, that solves the issues, that solves the problem, that remedies uh, uh, this, the itch, issue and situation at hand? Or are you just obsessive about it so much that you just want to talk about it all the time? Because once you can differentiate between the difference of obsessing and problem solving, guess what? Not only will you have peace, but you'll find yourself not being consumed by what has concerned you. The fifth way to help you stop carrying unnecessary weight um, is, you know, I want you to practice or uh, do your best to develop a or create a plan to manage and respond to stress. And um, and the last segment that I had with Leslie J, um, you know, we talked about that. We talked about eating properly, um, uh, proper, proper sleep, um, uh, eating healthy. Um, and yes, as I say this, <coughs> scratching, exercising, um, you know, you have to create a plan to manage, you know, the stress that comes along with being concerned. And, and guess what? There is uh, there is not just negative stress, there is positive stress, but the positive stress can quickly turn negative when you are obsessive about it, when you overindulge or overthink something. So you have to create a, a plan to manage and respond to stress. And I say respond because I, I because too often we think of managing something as if it has to be a part of your life. Life does not have to be stressful in a negative uh, uh, connotation. No, uh, 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 life itself. Jesus himself said, again, I've come that you might have life and it more abundantly. And that life is not supposed to be filled with stress, worry, drama. No, the life that Christ died to give us, the life that Christ rose from the dead to give us access to. Uh, it's supposed to be a life of joy, happiness, peace, uh, prosperity. And in the midst of that, yes, there will be bad days. But yes, the good should always outweigh the bad. Um, the last thing uh, uh, is to develop healthy affirmations. Again, these six ways are to help you to stop carrying unnecessary weight. Because when you develop healthy affirmations, um, it's really about focus on you making statements that will keep you fit in every area and every aspect of your life. That means mental, uh, physical, sorry, mental, financial, social, every area, every aspect of your life. Start developing healthy affirmations. You know, one of the affirmations I love in the word of the Lord is the one that talks about or simply says in Isaiah that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against me in judgment, I have the authority to condemn it. 
And so that's a healthy affirmation. It acknowledges the problem that may be going on. At the same time, it follows it with a solution to say that, look, I will not be overcome by this, but I will overcome it. I will not be taken over by what I am experiencing, but I will take over. I will overtake. I will survive what I am experiencing. And so today, as we deal with us being concerned but not consumed, just know that the Bible says in 1 Timothy that God himself has not given us a spirit of fear. Hallelujah. But he's given us a, a one of a, a, a love, a sound mind, you know, and when you have a sound mind, when your mind is sound, when there's peace, that means we ultimately have the choice and the commission and mandate to protect your peace. And so I want you to do that today. I want you to protect your peace. I want you to proactively protect your peace. In other words, don't wait until something pops off. Don't wait until drama comes. Don't wait until situations arise. No, proactively protect your peace because in doing so, you enable yourself to not be consumed by what you are concerned with. All right. That concludes our midday momentum. Thank you for joining me here on the Stay Focused Radio Show where we are connecting faith to life. Coming up, I want you to listen to this song entitled Seasons by my dear brother and friend Jarrell Dry and Persuaded. Here it is. We live in a world where things are constantly changing. Real love to me. Say seasons. Winter, spring. Winter, spring and fall. change. You see, everything is constantly changing. The world. The world seems strange. Everything is different. Nothing stays the same. Nothing constantly stays changing. the same. Say, oh, why is it I remember when the old folks used to say We need to go back to the old time way But everything is changing But there's one amazing thing I'm so glad that God loves us And he's our protection And that is the Savior I don't know about you but I'm so glad That he loves and he cares for us is so consistent he won't change that's amazing to me his love remains oh come on somebody his love remains unchanged he's unchanging I'm so glad that God loves me no matter what I do no matter where I go he's never changed on me and I know he's not going to change on you. So I want you to believe that. And get it in your mind. And get in your heart that you know. That he won't change. He won't leave you. So that's why. We will never find. A love like you. So pure and true. This is amazing to me y'all. Come on. No one compares to you. 
seen all the earth. I've never seen a man like you. No one compares. Remember that Jesus is the same today and forevermore. You bless me over and over. And you've always been there for me. That's real love. Consistent love. So true. God, you would never. We love you, God. We adore you. Say seasons change. We're thankful that we serve such a faithful God. Thanks for joining us this week on the Stay Focused Radio Show with Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. Make sure to visit our website, www.edmundcbrown.org, where you can subscribe to the show as well as find us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcast, TuneIn, Anchor, FM and iHeartRadio so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on all platforms that you listen to us, or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. If you like this show you might want to check out the book that started it all entitled, Stay Focused, The Mandate to Manifest Spiritual Maturity Now, by Dr. Edmund C. Brown. Dr. E. C. Brown is available for bookings concerning mentorship, private coaching, or workshop clinician to help you and your staff navigate through today's current climate. Simply contact us at 330-FOCUSED, that's 330-362-8733. Thanks again for joining us and remember to stay focused as we advance the kingdom of heaven, one listener at a time.